welcome to Real Estate with a Twist. I'm Asia Deming. And I'm Erin Lamb. The purpose of this podcast is to bring a fresh perspective to all topics relevant in today's real estate market. We, both being new to the business but not new to sales, want to always be asking the question, is this the best way to conduct business? Or how can we best serve our clients and other vendors involved in our everyday transactions? So the real estate part is basic discussion on what meets the eye, but the twist will be the unveiling of what is not necessarily obvious, but just as important to our overall success. We want to help you accomplish this while still being yourself. Well, hello, listeners. Hi, Erin. Hi, Asia. How are you? I'm good. Doing good. Yeah, on this lovely rainy evening. It is rainy and chilly. I don't know if you've uh, cracked the heat in your house yet. Now, mind you, can I say the date? (laughs) Sure. We're we're recording here in October on October seventeenth, and I'm stingy and still haven't turned my heat on my upstairs. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. My heat's probably been on for a couple of weeks at this point, but uh, it is crazy. And you know what's even crazier is that we're recording this in October for December, so we're we're way ahead of the game way here. Way ahead of time, yeah. But that's okay. So, um, so today's episode is going to be gratitude and giveaways for the holidays. So this episode is going to air mid to end December. I think it's going to be mid-December, I believe. So at this point, Thanksgiving has already passed. um, And I'm sure everybody has something to be grateful for. So we're going to talk about that. And the giveaways is going to really be a discussion about what we as agents or loan officers, what we do to keep our names in front of our past clients. So we're going to chat about that a little bit as well. But as we all know, this is the season of gratitude. And I would venture to say that we all have something to be grateful for. I know I am, and I always talk about with my husband how blessed I am. Erin, how do you feel? Do you live day-to-day being grateful? Honestly. I I really do. I count my blessings every day. wake up in the morning. You know, there's days where you – and you can find yourself going in the wrong direction. And then I think to myself about how worse off it could be. And, you know, what people truly, the trials and tribulations that people really face every day um, with not having food. And it's just immediately you just start thinking to yourself, you know, I am really, truly blessed health wise, this country we live in, uh, you know, amongst all the complaints and nowadays about, you know, the United States and us being divided. And I won't get too, too into it politically, but we really need to take a step back and. Uh, understand our 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 position and our our blessings in this country are just just amazing you know I totally agree we have our freedom you know I wake up every day I'm thankful for my health Um, I'm thankful that I have an amazing husband amazing family you know I'm not really thankful for the things that I have because I firmly I'm a firm believer that's not the things that we have don't really matter to me it's about the happiness and joy that I have and I didn't always have that family life. And now that I have it, I am so grateful for it. And I feel so blessed. And I wouldn't want to change any of that for the world. You know, and that's just the way that I look at things. Mm-hmm. I think if people take their focus off the material things, right? Because material things fail, they go away. 
and they're futile, right? At the end of the day, you know, if you take your focus on off of that and truly concentrate on what is important, I think you'll be more grateful in the long run. I couldn't agree any more with what you have to say and that, you know, it's like we both agree on that, which is great, you know, and you, I want to just kind of say this, that you can't be thankful for something without being grateful. So think about that. You know, there's a lot of people that, have you ever met the person that apologizes for everything? Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, sorry. 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 Yeah. And it's like so disingenuine. And it's the same thing when people thank people for things over and over and over again. Like, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. You know, you really want to think to yourself, like, are you really thankful? And in order to be thankful, I understand that you have to be grateful. Like, you know, I could be thankful for what I have or I could be grateful for what I have. And some people might think that they're one in the same, but they're really not. You know, thankful is just saying thank you. But being grateful is really the attitude that you have about it. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. I never thought of it that way, but I'm understanding where you're coming from with it. It's more like a mindset, the gratefulness, rather than just a a one-time deal, like you're saying, being thankful. Right. You know, like think about what, you know, and you have teenagers, so don't take offense to this, but you might be able to relate to it. You know, you give your kids a present and they just, they don't have a ton of excitement. They're just like, thank you. Right. Or if they get this big smile on their face and they come up to you and they hug you and they're like, thank you. Which one meant more to you? And which one did you really know that they were thankful for or grateful for? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm hearing you. Yep. So that's kind of where I go with it. And, you know, it's an attitude and it's a mindset and it's a decision. You know, you can sit there and be the negative Nancy and everything's going wrong and I've got such bad luck and my life, should I say sucks? Okay, I'm gonna, my (laughs) life sucks, you know, and everything in between. Or you could sit there and try to find the positive in things and really just be grateful. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I do a really good job with this. You know, I tend to not be negative, but really about anything. It's just not how I choose to live my life. I'm always positive to the point that even my husband's like, you're annoyingly positive. And I'm okay with that because I'm so grateful that I don't find a reason to look for the negative. You know, I don't want to get into that mindset. I love the headspace that I'm always in. Well, I think you you kind of just hit on something right there when you said you choose to live your life that way. So I think the difference between somebody who can tend to be negative is they aren't in control or feel like they can be in control of their destiny. They feel like they're just taking things as it comes and not turning the, the coin. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and, Absolutely. And it. So I totally agree. And it, and like you just said, it's literally flipping the coin. You know, it's like flipping a switch. You know, at the end of the day, we all have bad things that happen to us. And every day is not perfect. And every day there's something that you can point out that you can turn into a good thing or you can turn into a bad thing. You know, it could be something as simple as um, somebody's going to help a family member with something and they asked another family member to help them with it. One family member works a lot and the other one doesn't. So you could take that as one of two ways. 
one person's going to say, oh, why does so-and-so need your help? They don't even work, but you're working. Why they have all the time in the world. Why can't they do it themselves? On the flip side, the positive spin is, wow, that's really nice that they try to always make sure they include me with family things. Yeah. It's, yeah. is the glass half empty apply, or is the glass half full? You apply that to, to so many situations, you know? Right. So, yeah. That's exactly it. This happened to be on the top of my head because we have a situation going on <laughs> currently. Yeah. So it, it was just like a perfect example. Um, but, you know, and it's another thing is, is that, you know, it's if you are always negative and looking for the or looking at everything like poor me, poor me. It's really hard to be grateful because you're not in that mindset. And when you're grateful, I think it tends to give you like a different aura about yourself. And you just overall, you you tend to be more happy. Do, do you agree? I agree with you. I also think that there is some kind of benefit in, in, in recognizing and accepting that not all days are perfect because, you know, without the hardship, how would we learn to appreciate or be grateful for the times that things aren't hard? Or, you know, with if, if if every day is sunshine and roses, how can we truly be grateful for it if you don't have another point of reference? Like, you know, those cloudy days, they happen. They don't have to get you down in the dumps, but that you can use them as a point of reference that there are better days to come too. You know what I'm saying? So absolutely, you don't have to be in denial. Like you're, it's got to be sunshine and roses every day, and I'm positive about everything. No, but you take it in stride, knowing that things are eventually going to get better, and you're going to have, it's going, there's going to be an upswing, uptick at some point. You know, right? I agree. Or you can do what I do, and I like to think like I'm Rocky Balboa, <laughs> and if I'm was having a rough day with something, I'm going to be like, hell yeah, I overcame that. I'm a champion. Like. <laughs> I'm just a wacko and that's okay. But you're right. Look at it as what's the positive. I overcame it. I, I survived the day. I'm home to, with my family. And here we are. Right. So you you're right. Survived, yeah. You know, and you don't always have to be grateful for the big things. It's important to be grateful for the small things. You woke up today. You had a warm shower. The fact that maybe you got out of the house on time. Maybe... I'm grateful that Erin Lamb reached out to me five minutes early to start recording the podcast. <laughs> That's quite the accomplishment. <laughs> but, um, but you know, it's it doesn't always have to be the big things. It could be all the little things because there are so many little things that go on throughout our day that we really could be grateful for. Okay. So, you know, it's... um. It's just something that is really important to me and how I want to live my life. And, and it just makes me overall a happy person, you know, and, and applying this to the workforce, you know, or just really anything in life. How many times have you heard people say things like, oh, if I just had this, I'd be so happy. You know, if, if I just got into real estate and passed my test, then I'll be happy. And then they pass their test, they're in real estate, and they're miserable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We all know people like that, right? Mm-hmm. If I just had this, I'd be happy. You know, people think money buys happiness. If I just had all this money, I'd be happy. No, you people, you got to find this happiness and gratitude within yourself. You know, and I, I really want to harp on that, you know. Um, but I was able to look up five essential tips for being thankful. You want to hear them? 
Sure. All right. So number one, pause and look around yourself. I take that as living in the moment. Would you agree? Yes. Like taking in your surroundings, right? Yep. Right. You know, and, and I'm guilty of this myself. I sometimes go into go, go, go mode because I want to get everything done. And sometimes I find myself not ever pausing and looking around. And to further state that, if I'm in the car with my husband and all of a sudden I'm not talkative, he might think something's wrong and that I'm upset about something. And I am usually responding to him like, no, actually, I'm just taking deep breath and I'm taking it all in. And that's that's me reminding myself to slow down and live in the moment. And I do. And I think I've said this before. I, this always happens on a Saturday, you know, and every time I'm passing by the dealership, I always stop and pause and think to myself, and a lot of times I actually say it out loud, I am so blessed that I am not working in four walls on a Saturday. Like I could be working on a tour and I'm okay with that, but my husband's with me. I have the freedom to go home when I'm done. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm in prison all day. I'm forced to be somewhere when I don't have anything else to do, if that makes any sense. Yeah, absolutely. Waiting for the up bus to come. <laughs> yeah. So that's number one. Um, is this something that you practice? I do. And for me, it's kind of getting outside. Um, that does it for me. Like and, that's my pause button. That's good. Enjoying Literally, nature. You know, just going outside, taking a quick walk, just enjoying my surroundings. You know, there's been times you go out on your back deck, right? And you can- Yeah look at at the golf course. I do the same thing over here. I got a farm next door and you just a lot of flowers in my yard and just like really concentrate on the small things and and be grateful for them, you know? And it really does. It's a huge game changer for me. Um, Because a lot of times I'm in my computer, like most of my work is there when I'm actually working, working and not prospecting or, you know, uh, meeting realtors, things like that. Uh, The work itself is, you know, me and my computer. So Absolutely. Back that way is helpful. And right now with the October foliage, the colors are so vibrant this year. Tell me it's not breathtaking. The yellows are like incredible. I don't think I've ever remember seeing the golds, golds and yellows like they are. They're incredible. Right. I was driving through West Milford today and the golds were just like, it was so bright. I, Mm -hmm. I loved it. And by the time this episode airs, it's going to be in the midst of winter and we're going to be wishing we were driving through tunnels of leaves and the vibrant colors, but exactly. So the brightness will be from the, 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 the glare of the snow on the ground, the glistening <laughs> snow on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Not my cup of tea, Erin. So that's number one. Number two, express your thankfulness, say it, write it, whatever you need to do, but you need to understand that there's a difference between being thankful and giving thanks. If you don't express your thankfulness, then you don't know that that person's thankful. And that to me is just part of communicating. And I Mm -hmm. think that if anytime I've heard, not anytime, a lot of times when I hear disputes and they think that, that somebody doesn't care, it's usually a misunderstanding. Usually the other person does care, but they didn't express it so the other person didn't know it. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Happens all the time. Sure. Right. And, and for somebody that's shy, they, they might struggle with this. They may not be able to show that they are thankful and grateful, you know, and sometimes even myself, I find that I forget to tell people how grateful I am and that I'm appreciative of the position that I am in or how they're helping me or whatever the case is, you know, I might, I might do it a lot. Like I'm very, um, thankful and grateful with my husband. You know, we communicate very well with that, but I think in the people that I surround myself with, I don't always tell them how thankful and grateful I am. So Erin, I am thankful and grateful for you for doing this podcast with um, me. Our culture at Cardinal is really driven towards this because we have um, a place where we can give kudos to people and it happens all the time to the point where look at these email chains and it's like, all right, people, like enough with the gratefulness and the thankfulness and giving kudos to the, your coworkers. <laughs> Sometimes it becomes nauseating, like, right? Is this real? <laughs> it, it actually, it, it really is. I'm telling you, it, it's genuine. It's not like somebody's going to go out of their way to go on, on what they call the hub, put a kudos, write the message if they don't really feel it, right? So You're right. That's a really good point. You know, I think that's really, really important. And I think, you know, for me, I'm kind of numb to it. So I don't really like, I know my work ethic and I know I do a good job. And so I don't need somebody to tell me that I'm doing a good job. And I think some of that might stem from, first of all, I was raised by my father, who's a male. So, you know, they're not very like... um, affectionate and, and, and emotional in that way. Outward, outward. Outward. The, You're yeah. right. And secondly, then I went into the car business. Nobody's telling you good job in the car business. Let's get real. So right. at the end of the day, you know, I don't have that personality where I need to hear it. But I will tell you that when I do hear it, it like, it like warms my heart. I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Like it was recognized. Like, so it, no matter what the personality is and think about me, like I have such thick skin and I like to hear it. Imagine people that don't have thick skin, but that's right, why people it does for them and motivates them. And it's contagious yes. because you, it does allow you to pause. Like you, like the first thing you mentioned, pause and, and just take a deep breath and, and recognize that recognize others and then you you know in turn can be recognized for what you're doing and i think when we put take ourselves out of our own role right and what we do because we're so driven to just get our own job done and take the time to understand somebody else's job and what it takes to do their job and how they been you know how we it, the team comes together because of that yeah right I, yeah. It's it you're absolutely right and that is something that I do try to practice um with my team. So, you know, anytime I'm reviewing their docs or whatever they're doing, I actually always tell them good job. And I and that may not being grateful or thankful. And sometimes they're like, "Oh, what? Well, I have all these mistakes. Why do you always say good job?" Well, I say good job because there were parts of this that you did well and I could see the effort and you're coming along. You know, so I should tell you good job. It's not nice to continue to work your tail off and not be told you're doing a good job. You know, mm-hmm. to me, a good job is like being thankful. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I, I think that that one is probably the most important one. Just you've really got to learn to express it. Otherwise, people just don't know. And a lot of times when people leave their companies and jobs, 
I think it's because they. That's the reason. That's the reason. And it's yeah. once again, usually a misunderstanding. Their bosses loved them. They were, they were grateful and thankful for them, but they never expressed it. And it, in today's society, so many people are so sensitive that they need to hear this. By the way, did you know, I have to, I have to chime in. Speaking of today's society, I heard on the news last week that millennials, or maybe it's Gen X, Gen Z, somebody, somebody in our age bracket, maybe a little younger than us, find it offensive when people give the thumbs up emoji. (laughs) They think that it's passive aggressive. (laughs) Oh, okay. Would you believe, isn't that ridiculous? Like, what? What thin that skin? That person's taking too much time to pause. Like they it's thumbs to, up. Like, move on. Yeah, like move great, on, I agree. Yes. So now it's on the list of emojis that you should not be using. Uh, whatever. Right. Yeah, so we're gonna move on. I had to slide that in there. I just can't even take it. Erin, <laughs> we are all ridiculous, except for you and me. <laughs> anyway, um, number three, look towards yourself. It's not just about other people. Be thankful for yourself. You know, be thankful for the things that you do. Like, oh, I make dinner for my family every night. I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to be thankful. I'm sorry, to make dinner for my family every night. Or whatever the case is, I did a really good job with this. People aren't capable. They have health issues. They're they're not able to do these things. So if you you have an able body and able mind to perform, like, yeah, I agree with that. Right. Because once again, a lot of people just beat themselves up. So be thankful for yourself. You can't be thankful for other people or know how to be grateful if you don't do it and act that way towards yourself. You know, it's like loving yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a big one. The golden rule. I always used to flip this for um, my kids in Sunday school class. It's like something we hear all the time. You know, the golden rule, do unto others as you would have done to you. Right. So I break it, I, I wound up breaking it down a little further. And I said, just look at the words like you're doing unto others. Read the second part as you would have done to you. So you value yourself enough that you wouldn't let others treat you. Right. So you're loving right. yourself enough to have that self-respect and you're going to, you know, respond in ways that you would have done to yourself. So I agree. Well said. I, I love that. Um, number four. Be thankful for the things that you may take for granted. And that that's a simple one for me. Um, there's so many things that we take for granted, once again, as a society, that we need to be thankful for. And it doesn't have to be the big things. It could also be the small things. Having a, having a home-cooked meal, having breakfast, you know, uh, having gas money, um, all these little things. We really just need to be grateful for everything that we have. Do you agree? I do agree. Um, number five, start and end your day with thankfulness. I think that that is really, really good. Um, you know, I do before I get out of bed, I do actually think about the things I'm grateful for. And when we go to bed, my husband and I, we actually talk about something that we're grateful for, you know, so we actually do practice that. We're both very humble people. Um, and we just were extremely grateful. And I think that sometimes, you know, people can take life one of two ways and 
you just got to find a way at the end of every day and the beginning of every day to find something that you're grateful for. I think you could always find something, right? Yeah, that's a good practice. Start start honing your, you know, skills right there just by this, you know, doing that at the start and the, the end. I like that. Exactly. So I think that's enough said on being grateful and having gratitude. Let's get to the food. Let's I get see. to the food. So I have some interesting facts about Thanksgiving. You want to hear them? Yeah. Okay. Very interesting. Oh, man. First of all, my husband and I are dieting right now, and I cannot wait for Thanksgiving because I'm going to pig out. Like, I mean pig out. I need to start stretching my stomach now so I can be able to handle the Thanksgiving What food. kind of diet are you on? Like, what are you practicing? Just um, meal it's- portion or... Uh, I'm not going to say the company name on the podcast, but it's oh, okay. basically um, uh, a company that teaches you portion control. So you eat like five of their meals and one home cooked meal, like a lean and green. Um, it really okay. just teaches you portion control, which I already do on a daily basis. I kind of live my life like that. But um, my husband oh, needed some. No. What? <laughs> me. I'm not. Oh. No, 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 no. You would remember me even at the I dealership. I was so regimented. Just so I can have an extra large portion later. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, there's no reason behind that. It's just a mental thing. It's like holding out and then going for the gold, and it just feels so good <laughs> to like be able to eat a large meal. You know? Oh my gosh! I believe it. So bad for you. Well, I am going to start preparing now. Just because I need my stomach stretched so I can eat. Because I don't eat like that now. And enjoy it. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about Thanksgiving. The very first Thanksgiving menu included peasant, wild goose, duck, turkey, flint corn. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know. You know what? I should have Googled it, but I didn't. Um, right, well, you read, you, you go on, I'm going to Google it. Okay. Make sure you're paying attention. There's a quiz at the end of this episode. Oh boy. Um, fish, shellfish, and eels. Oh, that does not sound good. Do you need me to, uh, keep going here? Buy you some time? No, I got, I found it. All it's right. Like, it, it's basically Indian corn, so... It's like the multicolored corn that you see around that time of year. And it could be used for, um, I guess it's different type of uh, textures and stuff. So they use it for cornmeal, polenta. That's it. Oh, very cool. Okay. Well, let's talk about the modern Thanksgiving Thanksgiving dinner. So our modern menu. Eels. Oh, boy. I know. That's gross, right? That's not on the modern menu. But turkey is, so that's one thing that's in common, cranberry sauce, mashed potatoes, corn, and stuffing. That's like the main stuff. Yes, people have a lot of other sides, sweet potatoes, pearled onions, whatever the case is. But those are the main things that 99% of people have as their meal, as part of their meal for Thanksgiving. So another interesting fact, this is this one I thought was interesting. It took... Sarah Josepha Heal, 36 years of complaining to convince Abraham Lincoln to make Thanksgiving a national holiday back in 1863. So she was like the advocate for thankfulness. 
She wore him down. Man. She wore him down. She wore him down. Isn't that crazy? 36 years. Wow. And I didn't realize that Thanksgiving was went back to Abraham Lincoln's day. That's very interesting. So I thought that was good. Another fun fact. Lots of fun facts. 96% of American families gather for Thanksgiving Day feast and they spend an average of $51 on the meal. Now, <laughs> that statistic is obviously from a couple of years ago because at this point say, with inflation, like a person. I know it's gone ahead at this point. It's gone way up. But that's crazy. So really most of America celebrates Thanksgiving. Which is great yeah, I mean, because the whole family you, gets together. It is an affordable meal, though. It really is. You take like a turkey and how far it goes and what you spend right. on it. Right? And actually. Potatoes, corn. Like, it really does go a long way. And how many people give away turkeys? Meaning, like, where we used to work, we used to get a free turkey. So we wouldn't have had yep. to spend the money. You go to the grocery mm-hmm. store enough times throughout the year, which we all do, right? We go once a week, twice a week, uh, twice a month, whatever the case is. And you get, you can earn a free turkey. So it really could even be cheaper. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I thought that was uh, definitely an interesting fact. Um, Do you know what the largest turkey that was raised weighed? No. Oh, my gosh. 86 pounds. Wow. That's incredible. Crazy, right? That's a 10-year-old. It's nuts. <laughs> it's absolutely nuts. Um, I also uh, another some more fun facts. Let's talk about the percentage of pies that are eaten after Thanksgiving. I was kind of surprised by the numbers. What do you think the number one pie is? Eaten well, at Thanksgiving. Pumpkin for sure. Okay, pumpkin it is. Fifty-seven percent. What do you I think? It. What do you think the second one is? Apple. That was my guess. It's not. It's pecan pie. Come on. Which, depending on where you live in the United States, some people call it pecan, and some people call it pecan. Which the people out west don't want to call it pecan. I'm sorry, they prefer to call it pecan and not pecan because it sounds like a pecan. It's like <laughs> it's pretty interesting, but okay, I'm going to stick with my pecan. And I do like pecan pie. I've not, yeah, it's definitely pecan. Yeah, definitely pecan. pecan. Um, the third one is sweet potato. Yeah, sweet potato pie, See? which I've I never had. Never. And apples not. Where is the apple? Right? So sweet po- sweet potato is nine percent, and twenty percent is other. And I yeah, hope that so those all add up to 100%. If they don't, sorry, people, whatever it is, what it is. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I was shocked that Apple was not at least second on the list. I mean, everybody, like, that's your go-to. I brought an apple pie. It's crazy. Yeah. You know, now, what's interesting now that I'm looking at this list, it are, it, it's, it's surround, it's, it's about those um, vegetables or whatnot that come to, like, harvest, like, pumpkin. Like apples are early. I wonder if that has anything to do with, I don't know, just a thought. Like maybe. Pumpkin, sweet well, potato. maybe. I mean, it that could be why, but sweet potato pie, like, no, no. Where's no. my apple pie? Give me my apple no. pie. 
and the whip, the Cool Whip, and the vanilla ice cream. I mean, oh my goodness. I know. It's, yeah. You know, I I really wish we were sitting here eating apple pie while we're doing this episode. <laughs> we really should have. We should have. Apple pie and Cosmos. Great combination. Sounds delicious. So, um, so that kind of wraps that part of it up. So there are a lot of people that I'm thankful for in my life and I'm grateful for. And I'm sure you are too, Erin. And it would probably be appropriate to mention everybody on this podcast. But guess what? We're not going to list the people that we're thankful for Oscar style. (laughs) 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 And I am grateful for so-and-so. Like, no. We do appreciate everybody. It's a a blanket thankful and gratitude. How's that? Sounds good. So that covers the gratitude portion of the episode. And now we want to talk about the gifts because we're approaching Christmas and Hanukkah and every other holiday. So gifts are a big part of those holidays. That's not the reason for those holidays, people. They just happen to be the season that gifts are given. Let's make sure that we're all on the same page. So it's nice that we can kind of tie gift giving into keeping up with our database because Does everybody want to sit there and call their database in order to keep up with them every year? Is that what you do, Erin? Do you call everybody uh, that you've done business with? Guilty, no. Exactly. Guilty, yeah. Me neither, and guess what? I'm not going to. You're not going to make me. It's not happening. But I'll find a better way (laughs) to keep in touch with my database. So there's a bunch of things that you can do, and we're going to kind of chat briefly about some of the uh, ideas that you can do. And the holidays is a great time to keep up with your database because it's the end of the year. So it's really, really easy. But first you have to decide who is in your database. You know, we all do transactions with people that we may not have gotten along with. We may bump heads with them. And it's okay to say to yourself that you are never going to do business with that person again. That's okay. We don't need to marry our clients. Would you agree, Erin? I do agree. Yeah. And I, I believe that in, in partnerships too, you know, you could be on the same team for in a transaction and you just, you, you know, that the chances are there's just, you know, there's your core group that you're going to do business again with. And yeah, I agree with you and it's okay. It is like okay. Said, it's okay. And your database should really consist of people that you would be comfortable, say, sending your family holiday card to. If you're not yeah, comfortable, the rapport is there, the connection, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. Exactly. So that's who your database should be able to um, consist of. If you're not comfortable sending your family holiday card with them, you don't have the rapport. So you probably shouldn't really, there was something wrong there. So they're probably not going to use you anyway because they didn't like you either. <laughs> no offense. And it's okay. I have people that don't like me. It's all good. So. You know, you want to make sure that that you have your database and that's what you start with. Now, the next thing you want to do is keep up with them. So one thing that a lot of people do is they send out cards. That's great. Um, Sending out like a family photo holiday card is not my style. I don't even do that for my family. And maybe I should be ashamed of that, but I don't. But me personally, I actually do send out a handwritten card. Um, I started this two years ago. Um, This is my third winter um, or the end of year, third end of year in my real estate career. 
And my handwriting card, pretty much, it doesn't ask for anything. It just basically says, when we approach holiday time, I reminisce on my business and how far it's come. And thank you for being part of it. And I'm just thankful for you. And I hope your holidays are wonderful. It's simple. I didn't ask for anything. I didn't ask for a referral. One of the things that I'm so uncomfortable with sometimes is when I reach out to people looking for something. Because... I don't like well, that, this isn't the time of year to do that. Like really? I, I believe there's a time and a place and it's probably after you have the transaction immediately. You put exactly. the word out there, throw them some cards. Thank you for your business and throw them the cards then. But this is literally just a genuine, you know, touch, touch, touch base and thanking them. I agree. Yeah. Not, not the time to ask for, are you handwriting all of them? I or am. Do you have a service that does it. No, I actually take the time and handwrite it, but, um, I'll give you a little tip. You know me, I'm so OCD and I'm so organized that when I close my transaction, I write the card out I then. Do then. <laughs> I do it then and I have a That's pile of That's a great idea actually because I got in the habit um, in the last two two years. So yeah, it's last year and the year before. Um, there's not a whole lot there, right? Because I'm newer. But so you, you can handwrite. I'm sure there's a point where it's going to be super hard to do that maybe not not if you're doing it not but not if you're doing it right then and there right it's not if you're doing it right then and there and I, I i was i was trying to um you know when i was handwriting just kind of throw something in there personalized and i'm 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 thinking like that's a great way to re- remember i mean there's customers you're always going to remember and like things that happen that you can personalize that handwritten note right but if you do it right at the time of the transaction you can really remember Yep. That's a really good tip. Yep. Yep. That's why I do it right then and there. Then it's not a project. Uh, you know, I hate projects. Once it sounds like a project, I'm out. So it's just, it's done. Then when it's the appropriate time to put a stamp on it and send it out, it's good to go. And that'll also keep me consistent with doing it. You know, it's something I can keep up with and do every year then. There's something called pop buys. Have you ever heard of them? No. So this is another thing that people do. So there's so many different ones that you can do. But basically the idea between behind a Popeye is that you drop something off at your client's house and you just leave it at their door. You leave your car running. Uh, you drop it off at their door and you don't even have to ring the doorbell and let them know and talk to them. Because if you were to have a conversation with them, that's why you leave the car running too. So you have a reason to get back into your car. You would never get everything you never get all of them delivered so this really works for agents that kind of work within a certain territory and they stick within that territory if your territory is really large like I'm I'm licensed in the tri-state so it would would be a little bit more difficult for me but I could do it if I wanted to and there's some examples so for example um, you could drop off some tape and wrapping paper and leave a cute little note that says Thanks for helping me wrap up another great year. I think that's so cute. Very cute. I like that. Yeah. That was a delayed reaction, Erin. Do do you really like it? (laughs) No, I'm thinking about it. Okay. I'm I'm pausing it. I'm I'm taking it all in. Okay. Oh, well well done, Erin. Well done. I'm taking notes. I'm going to start doing some of these things. Excuse me. I'm distracted. I'll pay attention. That's so funny. Um. The you can do something with like the uh, lottery cards. So they have like holiday themed ones. So 
you can put a tag on it and it says, um, here's a little holiday cheer for you. I think that's kind of cool. Thank you. Um, Almond Joy, you could, uh, you know, put the candy and then wrap a little note on it that says, I wanted to spread a little joy. Um, there's a guy, his name's Brian Buffini. He has a ton of them. So look him up. He's got a lot of ideas that you can snag. And uh, I just wanted to. Brian Buffini. Okay. So I just wanted to kind of give you an idea of, you know, some things that you can do. Um, You can do a Starbucks card on social media. I did this last year, but this year I'm doing it a little differently. Last year, because I didn't have a a big enough clientele or clientele base or client base, I'm sorry, as friends on my Facebook page, I kind of just opened it up to everybody to put my name out there. And basically you can take the um the scannable portion and take a picture of it and upload it onto Facebook and basically you just uh create a post just saying that you know you're thankful for everybody and while they're out shopping for the holidays you wanted uh, to give them some coffee and scan this card and get yourself a cup of coffee at Starbucks and basically they can just scan their phone and you put a hundred dollars on it and when the hundred dollars is done it's over. And then you put in the comment section, you know, take a picture with you and your coffee. I didn't get a lot of people that posted on social media, but I got a lot of photos on my phone. So they didn't really read it. They just texted me their pictures. And I was like, oh, come on, people. I wanted it on social media, but that's okay. This year, Facebook allows you to make groups. So I'm going to only make it available to my, my clients, not to the public. But I think it's a really cool idea. I did it last year and it's something that's so easy you don't need to go out and run around. You can do it from the comfort of your own home and show your thankful and gratefulness and give your clients a little something. And it keeps That's, your name in I front like of them. That. You do. You know, we all have, I have a, all, sometimes these big ideas on what to do, but it, it, when you're running around trying to make it happen logistically, like then you wind up not doing it. So that's a, a good point that it's easy and easy enough to make happen, you know? Right. You know, there's, there's so many things you could do. Um, I try to keep it as simple as possible, but try to make it different. Like last year, um, I did like the reverse of a pop buy. I didn't go to my client's houses. I actually did a pie giveaway where the clients came remember, to me. I got pie. You did. You did. I got your pie. Yeah, I remember. And I think yeah, it was such good. a great idea. You know, the key to it is, is you want them, you don't want people to say, oh, yeah, I'll come by. And then, you know, you have 20 pies and nobody shows up. So you give people an option of three pies, tell them which, tell, have them tell you which one they want and you'll have it ready for them for pickup. And you do it the Tuesday right before Thanksgiving. And people thought it was, so, I thought it like I wasn't going to get a good turnout. Granted, I didn't have a lot of business yet, but the people that came, I thought I had a good turnout and they were so grateful. I was like, wow, over a pie. So actually, I'm going to give a shout out here to the Haynesville General Store because that is um, where I got my pies. They have the number one pie, homemade pie, I should say, in Sussex County. And that's where I got my pies from. And it was a huge hit. And I am pretty sure I'm going to do it again this year. Um, So that's the first pot pie. So I dedicated a couple of hours in the evening so that people can come on their way home from work. And they all came to me and I sat in the office and did my work. (laughs) It was a win-win for everybody. Yeah, that's excellent. I love that. And you don't need to do a lot of talking. We all know that I don't like small chit-chat. So it was perfect. They picked up their pie. You ask how they are, the family, the house. Great. Here's your pie. Thank you so much. Sayonara. It's done. Nice. Is that rude? 
No. Okay, good. Just making they sure. They feel the same way, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a good person What's... to receive gifts, so I'm just as awkward. I'm like, oh, I don't want a gift. I don't know what to say. So it's perfect. So those are some gift ideas that you can do for the holidays. Um, do you, what, like, as far as a loan officer, do you ever hear of anything that's interesting that they give away to their clients? I've heard or? The, the, the pies was one of them. That, that's a, definitely a popular one. Um, they, there's this company that makes um, homemade cookies. That's another way to do it. Like a, a tray. They're actually like um, geared towards like the, the, they're, they're made in the shape of houses. They're really cute. Oh, that's so cool. Gifts, but they're adorable. Um, oh, I can't wait oh, to get mine, Erin. I mean, I, I, I might do that for a closing gift, but maybe not. It'd be kind of tough to, I really spend the money when I send him a closing gift. Erin, you missed my that's, comment. What do you give? Oh. Like, I want my cookie. What do you give to the agents that support you? Oh, I don't support you. That's right. Oh my gosh. That's why I didn't get a cookie because we've never done business together. Well, do I get one for doing a podcast with you? I'll give you a kudos next time I'm on the hub with Cardinal. I'm, that's what I'm going to do. You need me kudos? Okay, cool. I'm going to give you a kudos. I, I just want the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm not biting. Give me a deal and I'll give you a cookie. <laughs> yeah. Nah. All right. All right. <laughs> um, okay. So I think that wraps everything up. Do you have anything else you want to go over? I don't. I think that was a, I took a lot of notes. Oh uh, yeah. I thought that was a really great a episode. And what a great way to end up uh, end the season. So I th- hope that everybody found that season two provided you a lot of really good information we had some more interviews than we did the first episode, uh, the first season, I should say. And the self-care tip is going to be this. And we already talked about this, so I'm not trying to repeat myself. But at the end of the day, practice being grateful for one thing that happened that day. And it's going to just overall help you be a more positive person and to feel internal happiness, hopefully. Would- yes. So, Erin, we're going we're gonna to cheers. Are yes, we we're going to cheers. Oh, okay. <laughs> I feel like for this cheers, we wouldn't have Cosmos. I feel like we would have to have hot cocoa with rainbow marshmallows. Oh, that sounds delicious. Oh, yeah. Or how about uh, Bailey's in the coffee? <gasps> yes. With cinnamon and whipped cream. Yes. Or oh, what's the green so stuff? Creme de mint. Yes, because uh, you don't usually ever have that until the holidays. Like that is a rare. That's rare. It is for me it to is. have that, but it's so delicious. All right, we're gonna have to do a dinner together so we can have all this food that we're talking about. I'm not gonna get you a cookie, but I will get you a nice cocktail, a holiday cocktail. Even better. So, who are we cheersing, Erin? We are cheersing all of our listeners. We are so very grateful and thankful that you have tuned in and made this into something we really never imagined would be as, not that we're large, but it it, it, it definitely expanded far, far past what I had imagined. Me too. The initiation of this. So we just want to say thank you for listening. And we really, truly hopefully hope that you've gotten a, a something that you can use and be grateful out of uh, our podcast. 
I totally agree. So appreciative of everybody. I think it's great that we have listeners like that listen on a weekly basis outside the country. Um, I just, I think it's amazing and it really kept us motivated to keep going. So that was really good. So thanks everybody. Um, cheers. Cheers. We're wrapping up the season, season finale. Have a great night, everybody. Thanks for listening to real estate with a twist podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and we had a blast. If you liked it, make sure to like, rate, and review us. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Estate with a Twist Podcast. Take care, and we'll see you next time on Real Estate with a Twist Podcast.